Dr. Jim's North Carolina Today is presented as a public service by HMA Marketing Associates. HMA is where social media, innovative advertising, and techno wizardry combine to produce results. Welcome, friends, to Dr. Jim's North Carolina Today. I happen to be Dr. Jim Polikoff, and as many of our followers know, the purpose of these weekly podcasts is to bring you the unique flavor of North Carolina's activities, events, history, healthcare innovations, business enterprises, and entertainment happenings in our state. Due to the fast growth of our area, real estate has become a heartbeat of Moore County. So I'm pleased to be joined by a very knowledgeable realtor and broker, Christy Doherty. Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Moore County. Well, thank you for having me first, and um, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and talk with you today. Our pleasure. Um, what brought me down here was um, we have my dad has been down here by the Lake Gaston area about 25 years ago. He came down, and so my family and I have been coming down to the south. Um, all those years and we realized we really loved the feel of, and the family atmosphere of being down here. My brother came down about 15 years ago because of Fort Bragg um, and then my grandmother came down then my mom came down so we were kind of the last ones to finally make our way down here. Um, I do have a large family. My husband and I have seven children so over the years it's just been a little challenging to find seven, the right time. <laughs> seven children. I mean if our audience could get a look at you it's hard to believe you look so young that you could have seven children. I know I do hear that a lot. I, I kind of attribute that to my, my German blood of my grandparents and my grandmother who's 89 but still looks like she's you know 49 she's amazing so I, I think it's it's more about the genetics than anything else but so we do have a large family and, and trying to move down um, you know was never it never seemed like the, the best time to go but finally we made the decision and came down in July and it's been amazing. So I have an older daughter who's getting married um, pretty much a year from now. And then I've got two that are in college. And then I have my younger four that are high school, middle school, and elementary school down here. And really very impressed and excited about the schools in our area too. Well, you're definitely a family person, that's for sure. You know, we have big and small real estate agencies in our area. And of course, you're from a large group. What are some of the advantages, let's say from a buyer's perspective or a seller's, dealing with Coldwell Banker for real estate, uh, let's say residential real estate? Uh, we are considered um, a larger group in our area, Moore County. Um, we do have 63 agents and I like to feel that we are all a very similar like-minded uh, realtors in a sense of we're all here to kind of help and support each other so we might be a bigger firm but we all are trying to achieve the same goal of helping each other sell those listings or the home so it may be one individual's name on that listing but you have 60 plus people working towards trying to help you sell that home or bring you buyers or um, find different ways so that we can all kind of have that win-win situation at the end where we you know everybody's achieving their goal so if you're a buyer or a seller i think what you're saying is there's an entire team effort not just one realtor that's correct yes okay it's awesome so let's look at this from a home buyer's perspective to begin with Let's say I'm from Michigan and my wife and I played a little golf and we'd like to be on the lake, but we have a limited budget. 
Where would you take us here in Moore County to fulfill my desires and get a good price? Um, this is a, a, a great question because um, I do actually work with quite a few people that come from out of town. I think down here in the southern part of Moore County, we have Legacy Lakes. They offer um, you know, the water and tennis and um, di different atmospheres that I think people really enjoy. Um, we have Whispering Pines, of course, uh, that gives you all of those things and Foxfire. And for some people that may find a home that they fall in love with and might be missing maybe the golf courses, there is the Sand Hills Golf Capital Card that they can purchase, and that gives them discount rates to 14 different courses. Well, a friend of mine has that, and he just loves playing all of the courses here, you know, in, in our area. Yes, so it's really awesome to have um, for people that want to try different courses too and maybe not just feel like they have to play, you know, one or two over and over again. Um, so it gives them the opportunity to, to kind of move around the county and try different, different courses. And most people don't realize this, but we have 40 golf courses within a 10 mile radius. I know, it's pretty impressive down here. And unfortunately, I'm not a golfer. <laughs> but uh, obvious, most people that come down here are and do enjoy it. Um, but it is, it is impressive to drive by. And I'll tell you, people are out no matter what the weather, rain, shine, you know, cold, warm, hot. I see people out on that course all the time. It's, uh, it's, it's quite a sight when you see them out there. They'll be all bundled up or they'll be getting wet or it's hot and they're there, they're playing. Okay, so let's do a reverse here. Let's say that I'm after the same amenities, but my budget is unlimited. Where could you possibly take me here? Um, well, that's a great question, um, and I think some of our, our um, resort-type areas would be the Pinehurst Number no. Two. Um, you know, CCNC is private, so there are some memberships that are involved with some of these other locations. Um, the Pine Needles, Mid Pine. So we do have uh, quite a selection of areas that people, if they feel that their price point is is fairly high, that there are places that can accommodate that and and provide them that little resort feel that they're looking for. All right, well, let's look at something that is a concern to some buyers, and I think we might as well bring it out. I've heard that there are many pitfalls in pur purchasing residential real estate. What should buyers be aware of? Well, North Carolina is a buyer beware state, so basically that means that it's kind of on the onus of the buyer to make sure that they take the necessary steps to protect themselves in any sort of real estate transaction. So you really want to make sure that you're finding a professional and, and somebody who is upholding the ethics of um, being a realtor and making sure that you know, you're looking out for that buyer in the inspections that need to be done or following the laws and the guidelines that we all need to follow um, to make sure that they have that successful transaction and they feel like their needs were taken care of. Um, you want to make sure that they take the onus to go ahead and get pre-qualified um, and really make sure they understand what that payment's going to be for them. Um, and so that when you start to try to look for homes, they're really finding a home that is what they uh, would want to afford and can afford and stay within their, their means. So basically, I think what you're saying is you help guide the buyer. Absolutely. Rather than just take them all over, uh, you show them, you kind of pinpoint the areas that they're going to be comfortable with and within their means. Absolutely. You want to make sure that they don't fall in love with a home that maybe isn't quite going to be uh, affordable for them in, in the bigger picture, for sure. Well, I'm going to be honest. One of the reasons I'm interviewing you is your reputation in this area is that you're very honest and straightforward. and uh, 
Anyway, that's one of the reasons you're here, so I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Not for that. everybody falls into that same niche, so. And it's important to me to be very honest with uh, my clients, and um, and and that's just how I am with um, every aspect of my life. Um, my kids will certainly tell you that because <laughs> I tend to be very honest with them about a lot of things. Um, but you know, it is very important to uphold myself to that higher ethical standard. Um, absolutely. Well, good for you. Now, let's turn to financing. In today's market, let's say you have very good credit, how low of a down payment could a buyer expect if they are finding a home? Well, with this sort of a situation, um, it's it's really hard to say an, a specific amount. Um, they would really need to refer to their lender for exactly what that uh, down payment amount might be. Um, you could have four people that all have very good credit, but they may have different monthly responsibilities that would require their down payment to be a little bit more or a little bit less. Certainly military, um, they are afforded some um, extra options with their financing, uh, which could also render them with a zero down payment. So it, it, it's really more specific to each um, client and, um, and what their situation is more so than just their credit score. Well, I'm going to kind of move to a leading question. I mean, you've already really touched on this a bit, but what makes you a good buyer's agent, Christy? Um, I like to feel that I am really in tune to listening to what my clients' needs, desires, and wants are. Um, those are really the things that uh, kind of help you guide them in uh, what they're looking for um, and try to keep them focused on that as well and not kind of get caught up in, in looking at other things or um, try to keep them sort of focused on what they're trying to accomplish and their goals. Um, this is their home. It's not mine, so it's not about me or um, you know what I think might be best. It is really about my clients and what they need, um, but also trying to help guide them professionally is, which is why they've hired me um, to help them find that that situation or that home that's going to be suitable for them and, and their their best bet. In other words, you kind of put yourself, your feet, in your buyer's shoes. Absolutely, I want to make sure that you know at the end of the day they feel really excited and happy and that they had a great experience uh, and got exactly what they were looking for, at least, or as close to it as we can. Good to hear. So let's turn the tables. I'm assuming that, uh, well, let's assume I have a house to sell and you're going to represent me. If so, what's the first thing you do after we sign that listing contract? Well, when we sign that listing contract, we're going to go through um, exactly where we uh, listed your home. When I do that comparable market analysis on your home, that'll give us a range of, of where we want to look at listing the home. And of course, it's your home. You can tell me what you want to list it for, uh, but the market and that report is going to show us what the trend is right now and in that area and what the best chances are for that price that you're, you're trying to achieve. Um, but it also depends on, on what things you've done to your home to try to make it so that we can list it at maybe that higher end of that CMA. Um, if you have a home that just needs some help and needs some work, but you're not in a position that you feel like you want to put that into it, that's fine. But then we're going to list it at a price that's going to show buyers that they're going to need to come in and, and put a little money into it or do some work to it. Um, but if you've done all that great work and you've done the cosmetics and you've staged it, then we can list it a little more at the higher end of that CMA and, um, and show buyers that they don't have to do anything when they come in. They can just come right in, you know, move in and, and they're good to go. 
Well, I'm assuming because, you know, many sellers really aren't sure what to do with their home and how to make it presentable. I'm, I'm assuming you get involved with the staging. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, that is something that's part of, again, that, that professional package of hiring a realtor. Um, and the staging, I don't want people to feel like that means they have to spend money. Um, staging can simply just be that we help sort of declutter the home a little bit, maybe put away the more personal items, um, rearrange some furniture possibly to show off the room a little bit better, um, give it that feel, you know, you know, size, maybe color on the walls, things like that. We want people to come in and see your home for your home and not necessarily the things in your home um, so that when they leave, they remember that space and how their stuff may look in that space, you know, their furniture and their family portraits and things like that. Well, speaking of furniture, uh, my wife and I have sold quite a few homes and something I learned early, early on, I always thought it was impressive that you can get a king size bed in the room. That would be impressive to, to a buyer. And then I learned that that made the room look small. Yes. And I had to throw out, not throw out, but get rid of the king size bed and bring in a smaller bed to show how large the room was. And I learned that from a realtor and I really appreciated that because obviously this is the type of uh, advice a seller needs. Right, and they need to um, be able to present their home in the best possible way to bring in those buyers and then have those buyers want to make that space their own. All right. So let's talk about an important subject, marketing. Of course, I assume my home would be listed on the Coldwell Banker website, which I know, you know, has a huge number of, of visitors. But what would you do to inv uh, individualize my marketing? Well, the marketing um, kind of goes also hand in hand a little bit with the advertising. But with our marketing, we do um, things through obviously with Facebook. So it'll go on the website. It goes on our personal website, which is all linked through Caldwell Banker. It does go up onto all of the um, real estate general sites, you know, Realtor.com and Zillow and, and things like that. Uh, it would go on to Facebook pages and things get shared amongst the brokers, you know, with sharing all that information and, and those houses and the listings and uh, open houses, things like that. Um, we also offer through Caldwell Banker, um, we have the um, cashback awards program for USAA and Navy Federal members. And Navy Federal and USAA has created this program and it's done um, with Caldwell Banker firms and with ERA firms. So buyers or sellers that work with either of those two agencies are able to participate in this cashback rewards. And it's really uh, quite helpful for a lot of these families when they're being moved around. What does cashback mean it. exactly? So basically what happens is they are um, will receive a check about three or four weeks after closing, depending on the, the sale price of the home that they either sell or buy. And it comes from USAA or Navy Federal. And it's just really um, a, a program that I, I feel they've earned. You know, these are our military members and their families. They have earned this service. Um, and it's like, again, it's provided by USAA or Navy Federal, but they do have to use either a Caldwell Banker firm or an ERA firm to qualify for it. But that's simply it. And then they just get money back after they've closed on their home or they've sold it. And um, for a lot of them, it's it's very be beneficial when they're looking for things in their home or you know maybe an appliance or things like that. With Fort Bragg in, in the backyard, so to speak, we're a huge military com uh, community, so this has yes. got to be a terrific incentive. It is, and I think, um, you know, I'm not sure how many of them are aware of it. Um, 
There's been a little more push on the advertising end from USAA to kind of make sure their members are aware of it. And then we as brokers certainly um, you know, let them know that they, they qualify for it by using us as their, as their firm. So let's, you mentioned advertising. What kind of advertising do you do, you do in the area? So Caldwell Banker um, on its own has a little magazine that we put out called The Sandcastle, and that goes to various different businesses and hotels. Um, lots of places and venues around Moore County. And we list all of us as brokers are in there. All of our services are in there. Um, homes are listed. So we get that gets put out. Uh, we also advertise in the pilot. So we are put into the pilot um, once a month for open houses. Um, you know, e- Instagram and email campaigns that Caldwell Banker pushes out, um, which is done by the firm. So again, it's that contact base of all of those people. So we have the power of big agency behind, behind the seller. Uh, but I have to tell you because you know, from from a double stand uh, standpoint, I've sold homes. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, as I mentioned, have sold many homes. Also, we've uh, been involved with the marketing of many real estate companies. The one thing I see it when we're involved with the marketing, I actually go out to some of the homes, you know, during their open houses because okay. I want to talk to you about open houses. And I've literally seen real estate agents who kind of are off to themselves or uh, I don't want to say that they're snoozing, but you (laughs) might as well say they're snoozing. They don't seem to be involved. Now, when you're staging an open house, uh, tell us how you get involved. Well, with the open houses and we do, you know, we have them every weekend. There's always houses to be seen um, with Caldwell Banker. Um, I personally like to sort of, you know, invite them into the home, hand them the information that we have on the home, and then just sort of step back a little bit. Uh, I need, I really want them to be able to come in and feel themselves in that space and not have me sort of right on top of them in their space. So it's important to me to allow them that time to kind of look through the home, talk to themselves without feeling like somebody's, you know, overhearing or listening in on their conversations. Um, and they, and I'm always in a central spot where they, they can find me and uh, if they have questions, I'm certainly happy to answer any questions. And if for some reason I don't have an answer on a question, I will find out for them you know, as quickly as possible. But I really like to give people that little bit of space. Let them know I'm there, but give them that time to walk around and sort of just get the vibe of the home. Well, I think that's important. You don't want to invade a buyer's space because, Correct. my God, when we've bought homes and, and the real estate agent is right on top of you and you don't have a chance to look around, you feel like somebody's in your shadow, so to speak. Right. But, you know, here you, you give them, but, but I'm assuming that if there's some interest that you pick up, then you're good at following up. I get that from your enthusiasm. Absolutely, yeah. No, I, I would like to make sure they have that space to walk around and not feel like I'm crowding them. But also, if you can tell when somebody likes a home and they get very excited about it, they do want to ask a lot of questions. And that's the kind of vibe you want to feed off of and, and kind of encourage some more interaction at that point. The one thing I can see even from this interview is your enthusiasm is infectious. I mean, my God, uh, I wish um, our listeners could actually see you in person. You're very enthusiastic, and I can see that you're going to, in representing a a seller, for example, I think you're going to do a good job, or you do a good job with that. That's your reputation. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try very hard. And I also want this to be fun. Um, You know, as itself, real estate can be very stressful on many different levels uh, for both sides. And so it's important to kind of keep some fun and, and levity in it and a little bit of humor and um, and just enjoy the enjoy the journey so to speak 
Okay, so let's talk about the magic moment. And the magic moment is, here comes the buyer with an offer, or they're prepared to offer, and um, you know, how do you, you know, help guide the seller? In other words, they come in with an offer, the seller says, oh, that's not quite what I wanted. How do you get involved in actually the situation where you're guiding the seller to make a decision? Well, that's an important time in the process, obviously. I mean, that's that's your goal when you're setting all of this up for the seller and you're listing a home, is, is the goal is to get that offer to come in. Um, so we need to really be mindful of how long did the, was the home on the market before that offer came? What other sort of um, contingencies or addendums are they adding to that offer or things that the buyer's asking for? Because sometimes those are the things that you can negotiate back and not have to sacrifice too much of the price in doing that. But it really depends on how long has it been on the market, how much activity have we had on the home, if your situation is still the same or maybe things in your life have changed and that need to sell is a little bit greater, then we can be a little more aggressive in negotiating that offer as opposed to maybe sitting back and thinking, no, maybe we'll just let this one go and see if we get something else. Um, But it really becomes a specific situation to where they're at in the process, how long we've been sort of on this journey together and then go from there as to what the next step would be. So you're not shoving um, a price, uh, let's say an offer down the buyer's or the seller's throat to say, you really should take this, you know, who knows if we're gonna get another offer coming in. And so you give them a chance, you give them space, but you try to guide them. Uh, within their comfort zone. Well, sure. I mean, again, that's part of being that real estate professional. You know, my job is to help guide them with this, uh, you know, with offers and situations with their home. Um, but it ultimately, it is their home and it is their finances. Um, but we want to just get them the best possible scenario for them, of course. Um, but we also need to just be mindful of the things that they were looking for in the beginning and what our goals were when we sat down and put the house on the market and where are we still, you know, if it was a something that came in very quickly or if this has been on the market for a few months and, and maybe it's time to think about that price. So you're not really rushing a seller to sell. You're giving them their space that they need to be comfortable about the price they're going to get. Absolutely. That's, yeah, right. That's and, and also hopefully get them that higher price that they're looking for uh, and not have to give up too much of that price. But again, depending on the, on the situation um, where we're at in that journey. All right. Now, an important question. Um, Let's say, for example, you're obviously representing the seller, but now you find a buyer on your own and who's interested in that particular home. How do you kind of, shall we say, work for both the buyer and the seller and not favor one over the other? Well, that's a really interesting question. And I think, um, Years back, that was the pretty typical scenario is you would list a home and bring the buyer to the home and and many agents had to um, navigate that that path. Um, I like to think being a mom of seven that I have sort of mastered the art of uh, navigating listening to two sides that I represent and that I uh, have their interests, both, both interests at heart. But being able to stay neutral and mediate those sides Um, within my ethical standards and bring everybody to a win-win situation where the buyer feels that they got what they were looking for and the seller feels like they got what they needed uh, and that everybody walks away very happy. And hopefully my experience over the years has um, given me the ability to kind of be that mediator that would be needed. 
All right. Well, this has been very informative, Christy. And by the way, for our listeners, this is Christy Doherty. <laughs> she is one of the, I have to say, particularly based on her reputation, uh, she is one of the better real estate agents and brokers in our county. But Christy, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, why don't you tell us where you're located, how they can call you if they want to, even your email address. Well, we are located, or I personally am located in the Southern Pines office. Uh, Caldwell Banker does have multiple offices. Um, I am in the Southern Pines office. Um, that's on Turner Street. Uh, it's right down the road from Walmart. Um, I'm pretty sure most people are familiar with how to find Walmart. Uh, so we're not far from there. Um, my email address is K, which is the first letter of my name, and then Doherty, D-O-U, G-H-E-R-T-Y at homes, H-O-M-E-S-C-B-A dot com. And I'm also on Facebook. You would just look up Christy Doherty, uh, broker, realtor, Colwell Banker on Facebook and you should be able to find me. And my cell is probably the easiest way to get in touch with me. I feel like most people don't go too far without their cell phones these days. Um, and that would be 609-213- Four two four two. Okay, uh, Christy, please repeat the the cell number again because people can listen to this podcast again and pick it up. So let's hear your cell number one it more time. It is six zero nine two one three four two four two. All right, terrific. Well, Christy, we want to thank you very much. Again, very informative, and I think you wouldn't make a mistake by calling Christy Doherty. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Like I said, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right. Thanks for being part of our family. And remember, Dr. Jim's North Carolina Today is broadcast every week. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and for that matter, any podcast app you happen to choose. So let's be friends. Keep dreaming and keep living joyfully. Thank you. If you have an event, activity, are a business, healthcare provider, or represent local entertainment and wish to be featured on Dr. Jim's North Carolina Today podcast, simply visit the website of HMA Marketing Associates and complete our form. The website is hmago.com. That is H-M-A-G-O.com.